On this inaugural episode of The Diz Dudes, you'll learn a little bit about who we are, and we also have our first installment of Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It, involving a classic attraction at the Magic Kingdom. This is episode number one of The Diz Dudes Podcast. We want to give a big thanks to our friends over at Expedition Roasters who were kind enough to send us over a care package for the launch of the Diz Dudes. And we're also offering our audience a discount of 15% off any order over at ExpeditionRoasters.com when you use the promo code CAPTURE15. So if you like coffee and you like Disney World, then you're more than likely will like Expedition Roasters because it's good coffee. Uh, so head on over to expeditionroasters.com and use that promo code CAPTURE15 and they'll give you 15% off any order over there. So just want to give it a quick shout out to them. Uh, and so, hello everybody and welcome to The Diz Dudes. Uh, this is a brand new show that is part of the Capture the Magic family. Sort of our firstborn, if you will. So we're, you know, we're, we don't have balloons, but we're excited. Uh, so but before we get into what you can expect from the show, let me first introduce myself. I am Jared Lee, and I am joined by my co-host, Jeremy Stein. So, Jeremy, how are you doing on this fine day? I am doing awesome, Jared. Um, down here in sunny Florida, uh, we had a yeah. quick um, rise in the temps since yesterday, and then it's going to drop like 15, 20 degrees again tomorrow. So that's that's Florida for you. <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy likes to drop. He lives in Florida, and I go outside I today, and it's it's weird today. The temperature's not bad here, but it's like got the winds are just like twenty miles an hour, just oh, yeah. randomly. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, Missouri's kind of one of those places where it can legitimately be seventy degrees, and within two hours it could be thirty-five degrees. Oh yeah, like no, it, I know what that's like. Uh, I mean, I grew up in Maryland, which isn't quite as extreme, but you could you could have those yeah huge thirty to forty degree swings in one single day. Um, yeah, we're often in Florida, you wake up, it's hot. And then in the middle of the day, it's hot and you go to bed and it's hot. That's true. I legitimately remember one time I went to the gym and it was like in the afternoon. And so I w- it was like 70 degrees. I, I said, you know, shorts, t-shirt on. I worked out and it was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I came out of the gym. I didn't have a coat because, you know, it was like 70 degrees when I went in there and I came out and it was sleet, like ice sleeting. <laughs> and I was free and I was sweaty on top of it. I, I was, it was just terrible i was like what in the heck just happened <laughs> so yeah it can you gotta sometimes i keep i li- will keep a coat or something in my car just in case because it, it's came in handy before so oh i'm sure it has yeah uh, yeah so all right so this is obviously the first episode of the diz dude so um this is gonna be a different show than of course we have this is on the capture the magic podcast feed and uh so for those that don't know who I am, I'm the co-host of the Capture the Magic podcast with my wife, Jamie, and we cover Disney World stuff and all, you know, all that fun stuff. So, um, And Jeremy is a co-host of the Main Street Magic podcast, and that is with his buddy John. What's John's last name again? Marone. Marone. And uh, they cover Disney World, shockingly, as well. Um but we're going to, this show is going to be a little bit more, uh, we're obviously going to talk about Disney World, but it's going to be from the perspective of um, adult stuff at Disney. Like, Disney's not just for kids, and we'll also cover, you know, kind of be a little bit more of a laid back, we'll have topical discussions, but probably a little bit more looser, and maybe, hopefully funny, we think we're funny, I don't we know, hope. we'll see. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure we'll do, like, movies, movie reviews of 
you know, Marvel and Star Wars and stuff like that. So we can do, it'll kind of be open in on that end, but just be a bit of a, um, a fun Disney topical show in a way that's kind of maybe, you know, we're not going to cover news. We're just going to, you know, we'll talk about things and, um, you know, I, I guess that's a really weird way of saying it's just going to kind of be open-ended in a way, but just about Disney and we're just going to have fun. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah. So, um, so, okay, Jeremy, so for those that don't know, what's a little bit about you? We know you live in Florida. So, um, and so, so some people obviously are probably listening to you from your podcast, but they may not, you know, some people from ours may not know. So, um, and we talked about a little bit, you were on a show two episodes ago, but you yeah. lived in Florida for like 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. I've been here for 13 years, grew up in Maryland. Um, and yeah, now that we're, we're down here, we're in the St. Augustine area. So we're about two hours, um, from Disney. Uh, so we go down there quite often, at least once a month for a couple nights. We love to stay on property. Uh, have two young girls that are ages 10 and seven. Um, so it was, you know, I guess we were destined to, to become a Disney family. Um, and once, once we were going once a month and my, my buddy, John, uh, he was going with his family once a month. Um, we found ourselves talking about Disney all the time to each other. Uh, we'd have friends that would call us up and ask us to pretty much help plan their trips. And so we thought, you know what, let's, let's at least just talk about it, record it, put out a podcast, uh, and see what happens. So we launched main street magic back in July. Um, and that would, you know, that would pretty much lead us, uh, into this show here. Um, I found, uh, capture the magic. I listened to a ton of Disney podcasts, um, some of them for information and some of them, you know, just to kind of, of learn how, how the Disney podcast space works, uh, so that we can hopefully offer the best show possible. Um, and when I came across your show, you know, Jared with, with capture the magic, uh, was one of the ones that I've enjoyed the most. And, uh, we started, messaging on twitter and you know thought hey maybe there's an opportunity to do something else uh something a little bit different than both of our current shows and therefore was born the diz dudes uh so yeah so yeah it's kind of like a bromance on twitter in a way which i'm not on twitter as much as i should be or maybe i not i don't know it depends on how you look at social media maybe i shouldn't be on twitter more but um <laughs> yeah uh, so, well, for those that don't know, obviously I co-host the Captain Magic podcast with my wife and, uh, I got into Disney through my wife because she's been a lifelong Disney fan. And actually when we were dating, she didn't really disclose to me her love of Disney because she said she was afraid that I would think she's a weirdo and not want to marry her or something. So <laughs> the first time you find out after you're married, right? Right. Well, what she didn't know is I love like comic books and I understand fandom. So yeah. I didn't really, I'm like, oh, that's fine. So. Uh, the first time we ever went together. So, well, actually before that, my dad used to live in Florida. So the first time I went, I was in eighth grade and it was, I was like 14 and it's the first time I've ever been to Disney world. And I actually liked universal better. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like, I get it hated, but it wasn't anything like amazing at the time. And my dad moved to Florida, like right outside Orlando. So I went a couple of times, but it was always, you know, we didn't get that rope drop on Nothing was planned. So I just had Disney world as being hot and crowded. And I, it just, I don't know. It was, it was okay. But so my wife used to operate or manage a uh, student housing property, and her boss wanted to pay for her to go on a trip, and she I thought we were going to go like on some all-inclusive trip, and she wanted to go to Disney World. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, I, I can't say no. It's not my money. So we went, and then I had a really good time, because she planned the whole thing. We stayed on property. And so we went to about two more times after that, and then I was hooked. So that's kind of what started me. I, I Mine was definitely later in life, but... Um, I, once I get into something, I really get into something. So obviously yeah. I start, you know, 
we started podcasting and doing stuff like that. So yeah, so once I jump in, I jump all the way in. So I like it. I like it. That's kind of how I started. So yeah, then Jeremy and I, it was almost like a little bit of a bromance on Twitter. And we kind of like the idea of covering, you know, Disney World from the adult perspective of, you know, obviously we're guys. So it'd be like a guy's perspective. But, you know, for women who maybe can't get their husbands or they don't want to go to Disney World, we'll give you some reasons why they'll like it. Um, you know, we'll talk about stuff that you can do that's outside family stuff, you know, um, you know, just cover whatever. It'd be fun, hopefully funny and all that jazz. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be see the, what we can do. No, yeah, no so promises. Be the goal at all. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll try. That's all you can do is try. So, uh, yeah, so today uh, we're doing our first installment of what we're calling Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It. I, I want to say burn it to the ground, but we'll just say burn it. Uh, and we're going to, so this is going to be a segment where we talk about an attraction or something, obviously at the parks that a ride, things like that. So today we are going to do country bear jamboree because, uh, for those that may not listen to capture the magic, I have strong feelings on bears in particular. So, but we'll, we'll hear perspective here. So, um, I think Jeremy's going to take the perspective of probably he wants to keep it. I did. I I I want to I want to keep it with a little bit of fix it. Yeah. So all right, we'll go in a little bit to it. So um, Country Bear Jamboree has been around since I think it uh, was it October first. I think nineteen seventy one. Yeah, it was an opening I day attraction. That. Yeah, and didn't I think Walt actually had a hand in it? Didn't he? He did. It was uh, I believe it was one of the last ones that he actually worked on that he reviewed and was able to work on um, before his passing. Uh, that would be going into the Magic Kingdom. Um, of course, he wasn't around to see, you know, Disney World and the Magic Kingdom actually open, but he did have a hand on that attraction. Oh, gotcha. I didn't realize Walt was so uh, pro-bear. That's, he, that's, yeah. that's bad. It was, I think he it was. was more of a pro-animal, um, and, and yeah, the bears came in. So Because if you remember, uh, Jungle Cruise, his thoughts originally was that that would have live animals. Um, and they really? just weren't. Yeah, they weren't able to really work that out with live animals. And I don't think there would have been any bears there because there aren't now, but it ended up right. moving into, you know, having the animatronics. Um, and then having that whole kind of live animal attraction is really what would ultimately lead to, you know, the creation and opening of animal kingdom. Um, right. So yeah, that's a little, uh, little nerd history there that I learned. I picked up from somewhere. I think they're probably glad they didn't put live animals on jungle cruise because I could see that turning bad. I, I, yeah. Yeah, because you couldn't have the same control, I feel like, with it still being so up close as you can. Like, the safaris are fine because you don't, you know, you have giraffes and and they they have more of an an atmosphere at at the safaris at Animal Kingdom to allow the live animals and you see them from a distance. But how kind of close, you know. I think Jungle yeah. Cruise is. You would have run into. You would have run into some problems. You could, you could have had. You could have had some issues there. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Country Bear Jamboree is over in Frontierland. For those that don't know, and it's um, right next to uh, Pecos Bill. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's which is right, yeah, One of my yeah. all-time favorite quick service restaurants in all of Disney. Yeah, it is good. I was trying to think. I always want to call it. Um, I don't know why. I always own Pecos, but I forget to call it Bill. I think I want to call it Ted or something. It's weird, yeah. like Bill and Ted. <laughs> well, because it's yeah, because it's what is it? Pecos Bill uh, Tall Tail Cafe, I think. Yeah, so you might be getting those like T's mixed up. I think that yeah, and I think of Bill and Ted, and I'm like, that's a good movie, so I'll just call it that. But that, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the location of it. So, um, you know, my take on it currently is uh, 
I think it's terrifying. <laughs> it's first off, if you ever been to Chuck E. Cheese, those are always it's like these soulless robotic creatures singing weird songs to you. I just I I don't understand what people or what the uh, attraction of that is. I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's one of those rides where when it first opened, like in the seventies, it's like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And then as time it was more groundbreaking on, at that point. Right. Any animatronic stuff like that, but. Um, I've seen, so, okay. For those who don't know, I, I, uh, I don't like bears. I think they're the, the cousin of the devil. And, uh, in fact, I don't, I don't know for those who may not know, I, in college, I had to do a report one time on, it was like a how to do something sort of deal. So like you were supposed to do a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, and it was, some people did like how to bake cookies and you know, whatever. So I being me wanted to do how to defeat a bear. And my teacher let me do it because she's like, I just want to see where you're going to go with this because this sounds insane. So I could not get a bear suit. So my buddy had a gorilla suit. So I had him wear a gorilla suit. And I did this whole video where I lured a bear and defeated him because bears are like, you know, they hate happiness. So I'd so people being happy and then the bear would be defeated with, you know, whatever. Uh, and I got an A on it, but half the class thought it was funny, and then half the class thought I was completely out of my mind, <laughs> which is probably how most people will view this podcast. I feel so, like it could be both, though. It could be funny and that you're completely out of your mind. Oh, completely. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I, I tell my wife I'm a functioning. I'm a functioning insane person. I just happen to like channel it in, I guess, productive ways. But yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's my history with bears. I, I don't. I, you know, bears are terrible. But and, I love. Uh, I love that that like that's the reason you don't like bears like you would expect to say you know I really don't like bears because I went camping when I was young and a bear mauled my entire family in front of me <laughs> like that would be a legitimate, yeah, reason, a legitimate reason to say you yeah, no, do not bears like are, bears and it's not well, that you're like, even afraid of them you just don't like them right no they're just terrible yeah. like they've learned how to like if there's videos of them going into like businesses and they're opening smart. going into homes they, yeah. they figured out how to turn out they're terrifying and they're terrifying creatures well, now um, i'm a little bit worried about them i everyone should be Man. to some degree i'm gonna make sure my uh, cameras are working in case a bear creeps up on my house although i don't think they're in florida much no no you gotta <laughs> i don't know where you'd have to go here well actually i do know where you'd have to go you'd have to go to the magic kingdom in the country bear jamboree that's true. how did you like that segue back that's a good way to get back to it um but, but yeah, if, we're so gonna, if you're going to talk about your hatred for bears would this is this made worse by the fact that they're robot bears what if these were actually live trained bears behind a cage would that make it less horrifying in your mind or is the it only because they're specifically would, robots the only thing that would make like i hate robots too i think robots will be our demise so the fact that they are robot bears is even more terrifying but i think if bear actual bears were in cages and forced to perform um i would somehow get some sort of like well at least they're in a cage but you still run the risk of the bears getting mad and getting out of the cages and then you've got problems um <laughs> yeah so it's like robot bear the only thing that would make it worse if they weren't flip-flops uh, yeah just, i was gonna say i think that oh. i think one of them does i feel like the uh oh i swear there's one of them that wears flip-flops there's got to be. There probably is. Although, if they're wearing flip-flops, that means they're not really a threat. So, in a way, maybe that makes the so bears make less of a menace. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, and I've said this before. If you're wearing flip-flops, you're kind of telling the world, like, I, I can't do anything. If if some if stuff goes down, I'm just going to be a bystander here because, you know, you can't run. And you can't really do anything. So, uh, yeah, that's just, another one that I have had to take uh, – you know, take a look at myself because 90% of the day I'm in, I'm in flip flops. Um, pretty much the only place I wear shoes is 
to a Disney park. Uh, or if for I've, some reason I have to go into an office environment, um, I've been known to put on a, a pair of shoes. But uh, yeah, you have me yeah. thinking about the flip flop thing. I kind of just, I guess, I guess I look on the side of putting myself in situations where the uh, the chance of something going down um, is much less. So I think I balance that with the flip flop wearing and it, usage um, yeah it does depend on where you frequent i suppose yeah uh although happy i have seen people in disney world wearing flip-flops i like, see it all the time yeah from oh that to gosh. like eight inch heels oh your feet are gonna just be just oh yep. i can't imagine if even if we're like two hours in the parks how your feet would feel but oh, it'd be so bad um yeah plus that means yeah. you have to take them off when you're riding soren and then i gotta look up at your bare dirty Ugh. feet um, yeah, so. and I don't. I think that's too. I don't like bare feet. I think that's part of it too. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I don't want to see the only ones. I think of the caveat for this. If you're some sort of strange like Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy, that they all go bare feet. Like that's the right. only time where they could still be a. You know, they could they could do some things. I suppose, but okay. Uh, right. Yeah, we're so learning that, a lot a, today. We're learning a lot, but anyway, we'll go back to it. So, anyways, I Country Bear Jamboree. It's been around for a while. Uh, I hate bears. I hate robots, and therefore, for me. Uh, this is a terrifying attraction that, for some reason, people bring their children to come see. <laughs> and uh, I just, like, they look, the eyes of these bears look soulless. Yeah. Like, it's just creepy to me. Like, it's it'd be one thing if it was, like, a really lifelike animatronic, I suppose. But it makes it even worse because it just looks like a, it almost looks like a, if you put horror movie over it, I feel like, or horror movie music, I feel like it would fit into some sort of terrible horror movie. Oh, yeah. there could easily be a horror movie made where these come to life um, and attack a crowd of people oh, and they're trapped inside the park. That's they, they definitely have that look. Um, but uh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess, you know, for me on the on the kind of keep it and, and slightly fix it side, um, for one, for me, this this attraction just has history. Um, you know, knowing that it's one of the last things that Walt worked on, I think is really cool. Like the Enchanted Tiki Room has no business truly being there still except for the fact that that was one of walt's favorite attractions you know and so i'm okay yeah. with the fact that something like that sticks around um because so much else is changing and at some point you know i mean outside of the magic kingdom there isn't anything really that walt completely had his hands on so to keep some of those i think is part of it um i, I remember going to the show when i was six to seven years old the first time i went to disney uh and my my dad who is named alan and then my brother who is alan jr um to not confuse them too much my dad always went by the name big al and big al is one of the characters in country bear jamboree um he's the one who looks drunk and stoned but um <laughs> which was nothing like my dad but that was just so like everywhere we go if my dad, I mean, he would buy every time we went to Disney, you know, the couple times we went as a kid, he'd buy some sort of Big Al merchandise. And that was just his favorite show to watch because of that reason only, really, as far as right, I know. Yeah. Um, and like he's the type he'll he could be driving by a place. We have something in Jacksonville here. Al's Pizza. Well, he has to go there and buy a shirt, you know, or he goes by Al's Barbecue and he buys a shirt like just anything with his name on it. He'll buy. <laughs> and this is where I remember it almost generating from. And to be honest, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure which Big Al was really first. I mean, technically, it would be the one in Disney because my brother was born, you know, five years after this attraction opened. So I don't actually know. I'd have to ask him, is this where he picked up, you know, going by Big Al? Um, so for yeah. me, it has it has that history and it's got, you know, that that type of thing. And, and thinking of my dad and, and the fact that he's been Big Al all these years. 
Um, but I, but I think it definitely needs some, some fixing. Like we went, we just went to it last month. Uh, my kids hadn't done it in years and you can, like, you can hear all of the animate, like you can hear the electronics moving, like you can hear their joints move cause it's so old and yeah, you can hear those heads on the wall. Um, you can hear them blink like loudly every time those things blink. And so I wouldn't mind seeing it get a bit of an update, but I'm all for, for keeping it around and keeping something, you know, semi-original to that park, uh, that people have been going for, you know, th- 30, 40 years can remember. Um, but the more you talk about bears and if these things were to truly come to life, cause there's always that thought when you're in there, like, I just have that type of mind where I'm like, all right, if these really did come alive, like where is the closest exit? Like which <laughs> child, which child, it, yeah. yeah, which child would I pick up and run with? <laughs> You know, and then can can my wife Rhonda get the other kid? Like, how fast could they move? See, it's, these bears are already making you do the Sophie's choice. Right. They're already putting you in that spot. Without, yeah, they're, they're just they're terrifying. Yeah. I, so you know, you you make a compelling case with history, obviously. Yeah. So anything Walt touched or had anything around, I I do have reverence for. Uh, I feel like though, if I were to, you know, if if I was around, then I could sit down with Walt and be like, Walt, listen, you don't want to do this around bears. And he'd be like, Why is that? And I'd be like, Listen, and, and I would just show him examples of bears being bears. And he'd be like, You're right, that's terrifying. So and, time machine, you have the DeLorean. That's yeah. That's what that's what you're gonna go back and spend your time doing. Right. I'm not gonna fix. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I'm not gonna fix any wrongs in the world. I'm gonna go back and see. Yeah, Walt you're not. Yeah, Walt, you're not gonna pick up the uh, farmer's don't, almanac and uh, don't yeah, do figure it, out no. who won the World Series. Okay, all right, bears. Yeah, just just don't do the country bear jamboree. Just don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I might do other things. That'd be one. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's. Um, I'm always torn on that though too because Walt at the same time always did talk about how nothing in Disney World was like a museum. Yeah. And I feel like Disney fans sometimes when things change, they get up in arms about it, which I understand that's kind of human nature, but Walt himself would probably be like, Hey, this thing's old. Like at least redo it. Right. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think at the very least uh, it should be updated because you're right. You can hear it just the, and then what's even creepier is when they blink and you can hear it. And then the eyes just have that like dead soulless look to them anyways. And it's just, yeah, it's well, uh, and that's when we left out last time. Um, Kaylin, my ten-year-old, she goes, you know, that was that was pretty good, but it was a lot more creepy than I remembered. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I've yeah. always felt it was the first time I ever saw it. I was like, this is really creepy, and I didn't have my full knowledge of really what bears were at that point. I just knew it was creepy. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, I think teddy bears are bear propaganda. I think they're enticing children to like think of bears as these cuddly little things, and then they. You know they want to maul your face off, so yeah, so, that's also something. Well, that was during yeah during last year's yearly bear meeting uh, that they had. I know that the <laughs> the king bear. I'm pretty sure he said we had to make teddy bears even cuter um, uh, yeah. to make sure. Yeah. So, but well, and like you said with the with the history and how you know longtime Disney fans and diehards get up in arms about changes, but and this is another thing I hear all the time. Everybody gets mad every time they remake a movie, right? So, and, yep. and I'm just, I'm not even going to pick a, well, no, I mean, I'll, I can, you could pick a Disney movie, but a, a Disney movie or any movie for that matter that I saw as a child when I was 10 years old in 1989 and that I fell in love with and thought was amazing. Let's be honest. It probably isn't that good today. We didn't have the same technologies and CGI. Um, the stories have come a long way. 
So the and you not, got nostalgia that yeah, plays, and you think of it, and right? It, yeah. And it's only good because you remembered it being good as a kid. But the the problem is, they're they're not trying to remake movies or come up with new rides or change rides because they've run out of ideas. They're doing it for a new generation. You know, I yeah. go back and show my kids movies that I loved when I was their age, and they're going to think they're horrible. You remake them. You know, and you add newer CGI and you change the story some and you make it more attractive to this generation. It's the same thing they're doing at Disney. You know, if they, yeah, I get the history, I get the nostalgia. Um, I don't want everything to go away. I mean, I'm, you know, again, we'll get into this in the future. I'm one of the people, the few people that's not a big fan of the refurbs they're doing on rooms, but they're making those rooms for a more modern generation and for people today. So, yeah, I, I can understand that. But all right, let's just say that you had your way and they either burn this attraction to the ground or they completely gut it. What would you want to go inside of there? Well, first off, if they burn it to the ground, I would recommend that they also have a priest come and bless the place to make sure that the <laughs> evil spirits are gone. Yeah. And if uh, I can purchase a- one of the bears, though, I'm going to purchase Big Al before they get a chance to go in there and, and burn it to the ground, just so you know. Yeah, I, oh, I'd want the head so I could put it in my office so I could always <laughs> let it know that I defeated them. Yeah, there um, you go. All right. I also would like a memorial plaque on there to say we will never desecrate this land with bear paraphernalia again. Just, you know, so always remember. You know, we'll remember that was there. We're not going to do it again. But um, Okay. If So if they updated it, that's the least they could do, in my opinion. So it should, you know, make it to where I guess it would just be take the creepy factor out of it. Like make it to where it's at least like non like bears that don't look like they could just turn at any moment. Their eyes glow red and just start <laughs> going at people in the crowd. Yeah. Um. You know, and like, or if you took it out, I mean, there's. I I, I think what it comes down to too that type of attraction isn't really what people want in theme parks anymore either. I, I think yeah. that you got this generational thing, and Jamie and I have talked about this on the Capture the Magic show where. And I know people complain about Epcot becoming IPCOT and things like that. But I think what people want out of a theme park is different than what they wanted in like the 70s. Yes. And a singing bear show is not on the top of the list. It's more, um, you know, you could do something similar to that, but it has to be more interactive, I would think. So um, if anything, you can, if you kept the bear theme, which we won't go into that, but if you kept it, you know, maybe make it where it's um, a more entertaining show i suppose i just don't find it very entertaining as yeah, well i can see that uh, yeah so at the very least just make it updated to where it's it's um like you said for this for the generations where that's kind of what people are wanting now yeah maybe if they took it out i mean that's not a huge space i don't know really what you could put in there i mean you could do you've got to have some sort of show still i think right um, i mean i i think that's one thing i do like about magic kingdom are the shows and that's one thing about like you were talking about before of Animal Kingdom. They have so many shows, like even street performers and things like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, you could put something in there where it's like you're in Frontierland. You could put in like a you create like a Frontierland country band, and it's just they, you know, kind of like they do in the pavilions in Epcot, yep. and like they randomly play music. I think do that live be- music or yeah, or yeah. even or pull something um, similar to Hoopty Doo Review over at Fort Wilderness. You know, with kind of yeah. that. That live, yeah, that live aspect. That would be pretty good. You have certain, I think that certain shows per day. Yeah? Yeah. I think okay. that would be really cool, something like that. A- um, another one I think would be cool um, is if you could do a 3D showing, but do like a Mickey cartoon, you know, that takes place in that time period. 
um, and really integrate the usage of 3D or, or technically 4D. I mean, you could even refurb those animals on the wall to make them new and more lifelike and not scary um, and have that type sure. of 4D atmosphere. And I know we've got, you know, Philhar Magic that's already a 3D show, you know, right there in Magic Kingdom, but something like that could almost work. But I like your, I like your idea yeah. of some sort of live music or entertainment. Um, I just feel like that would create, uh, I, I'm all about, one of the reasons I love Magic Kingdom is just the atmosphere. Yeah. And I just feel like that would cultivate like the atmosphere of the frontier land, you know, make it where it's like a guy in a Davy Crockett hat or, you know, whatever it oh, could yeah. be. Um, I don't know. I just think it'd be really cool. Cause I, I love, I used to really like when they did over at Epcot in American adventure, they had the, the parade, the little marching thing they would do mm-hmm. with the Patriot thing. Yep. I don't think they don't do it anymore, unfortunately, but I think stuff like that is really cool. Yeah. I think it kind of sets the tone for the area you're in. Yeah. So, I mean, even, in my opinion, if it was just stroller parking, it'd be better than bears. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> well, and what would what would lend well to your live show? So they used to do uh, back through. Let's see, it was nineteen eighty four to two thousand six. They converted it to a um, Christmas bear show, um, and and they put you know Christmas outfits and props on the bears, and they sung Christmas songs. But that would be a great if it converted to some sort of live music or live show to have that as a Christmas show. Um, and you could even, yeah. I mean, you could. You know, you could still keep with that same theming. Uh, you could even do almost an overlay or something during Halloween. I mean, you could really do it throughout the year. July 4th time would be really yeah. good. And just keep it something that kind of lives and grows um, throughout that time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, change so my too. answer, but I like I like those ideas. I, I you know I feel like Disney if uh, they you know I, I'm I'm open to giving them some ideas. I've got I've got ideas for days. Not all of them are good, but they're they're there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, so, it, well, in your opinion, would you, so we've got the option here of keep it, fix it, or burn it to the ground. Uh, what would you, given our discussion here, what, what would your what would your answer be? I'm, I'm still think I'm going to keep this one at fix it, and I'm just going to give some updates, uh, maybe update the music a bit, update some of the animatronics, um, and and still leave a bit of that classic Disney feel. So I'm going to, as as much as I think a live show or something would look good in there, and maybe through a fix they could integrate some live aspects, you know, and have some live performers in addition to the animatronics, um, I'm, I'm keeping it fixing. I would, I would continue to watch this. Okay. I, you know, I say burn it down to the ground. Uh, like, don't, you know, bring in a priest, bless the land, whatever. Um, I would compromise, you know, if you did something where there's a live band, but maybe they bring out some of those animatronics like during the show. Yeah. Uh, just to shame them, maybe run them off stage. They're still <laughs> there, but they're just, uh, you know, to remember that there once were bears here that were terrible and they've been terrorizing the magic kingdom since 1971. And, uh, yeah. So that's kind of yeah. my thing. I would, I would completely get rid of it. I just don't like it. I understand the nostalgia and, you know, it's like I love I actually do like Carousel Progress. I'm all for them updating that, keeping it, because to me, that was the the waltz thing, oh, you yeah. know, from totally. And I'm all I'm all about keeping that one for sure. So it just depends on the ride or yeah. the attraction, I suppose. Yeah. So well, and if they're going to if they were to at least update Country Bear and go along your lines of bringing, you know, the bears out and all, can we at least get one on a unicycle? Because isn't that a, yeah. I mean, that's a thing, right? Bears are unicycles in the wild all the time. 
That's why you don't yeah, want to I mean, be caught around one with flip-flops on. They're definitely going to catch you. Anything to um, humiliate bears, I'm all for. So if they kept it and they like just humiliated the bears yeah. more. Yeah, yeah like them, make them... Yeah, make them play symbols and... Yeah, emasculate the bears. I'm, I'm, just it's better than what's there. Yeah, bear shaming. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. I'm it's sure like there's the gonna be animal, animal rights activists are gonna be mad. But it's like you're not hurting him. You're just shaming. Yeah, them. yeah, I know. Me. Yeah, we're not picking up uh, Peta as a sponsor anytime soon. So I yeah. think I think we'll be okay with this one. Yeah, they're no fun anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's that would be my answer. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I I think okay. What do you actually think? Because this is what we want. Do you actually think that there will be anything say in the next ten years so to do anything with the attraction? They have to. I, I would. Mean, think yeah, they so. absolutely have to. It it can't it can't stay as it currently stands um, without just doing something. And and again, it's if even if it's as simple as refreshing. Some of those animatronics and maybe, you know, I mean, if you had to, and, and this will really just scare you because I'm thinking of them taking all of the fur off of one of those bears where it's literally now just a skeleton bear robot for them to reapply <laughs> new bear fur that isn't, you know, maybe old in some new clothing. Um, but I would love to see pictures of that in the process just to, to scare you with. But they, Ugh. yeah, they've got to do something now. With all the focus they're going to be putting on the 50th, the 50th coming up and, and the focus they're putting on Galaxy's Edge and Epcot, um, I don't know that they'll actually do something. I think it would have to be after that time where they then reach out and say, all right, what can we do to Frontierland? Um, what updates do we need to make in Adventureland? I mean, when Tron comes, Tomorrowland needs a complete overhaul. I mean, I'm all for yeah. keeping, you know, Space Mountain and, and Carousel of Progress and um, the People Mover, but everything else there needs an, a complete overhaul. You know, so maybe after the 50th, when they've got some of these other new attractions and, and things going on at the other parks, they refocus into some of these areas. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting, but it's it's another one of those. And this is another reason that sometimes it can be an advantage if you're there and it's hot. You have no issue getting into this show and being in the AC for 15, 20 minutes. So, well, that's true. You that's know, very true. They know that they know that people aren't lining up at the door for every single show. They know they can move people in and out real quick and a good amount of people. Um, it's a good place for a break. So, part of me thinks it sticks around even longer just for that because we know Disney likes to control the crowds and move people around. Well, they know they can, in some ways, move people over there if it's hot or it's really busy um, and get people in the AC for a little bit. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I could see this being, and obviously this isn't a good answer. I could see this being one where they just leave it for like 10 years and just yeah. becomes, it's such a bad ride, it stays. Like people like it because it's so, not a ride, but an attraction because right. it's right. so bad. On the other hand, too, they are going to have to, I mean, one reason which, it may be scrapped at this point. They haven't announced, but they were going to build or at least have plans to build that theater in the magic kingdom yep. is because they're going to have to have more attraction to absorb more people that are going to be coming due to toy story land and star Wars land and, and more than likely a fifth park coming right down the pike. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to be in need of having things that absorb crowds. Yes. I mean, you can make an argument. You already do need it, especially in the magic kingdom. So I could see it being one. I wouldn't be shocked if it just stayed how it is for like 10 plus years, just being like, you know, it almost becomes just a joke attraction in a way. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then on the other hand too, I could see them doing something because they're like, okay, we got to have stuff to absorb crowds wherever we can all over the park. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have a feeling they're not going to do anything with it, at least for the next, I think you're right until 
they won't do anything. I don't think before the fiftieth. Yeah, I think it would be after that. Um, but yeah, so uh, it seems that the the uh, that reign of terror that is the Country Bear Jamboree is probably going to be here to stay for at least the next five to six years. I would it, say it will continue. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm I'll I'm just, gonna yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out and I'm gonna get my uh, Big Al T-shirt and I'm gonna go sit yeah, in the Jeremy, front row and. Yeah, Jeremy sends me pictures every time he's in there, and it just wherever I'm at, it just <laughs> ruins my day. I'll be the guy outside. I'm gonna start protesting outside it about bears. You know, yeah. something about bears. I'll be that one guy. And be yeah. like, is that Jared? Like, yeah, he's he's taking up the mantle of yeah. warning the world about the bears. Everybody else was so concerned with Hall of Presidents, and you're standing outside a country bear jamboree. <laughs> They're gonna have to add security officers there whenever you visit. I I understand the real threats, people. Yeah. I uh, I'm just here. I won't wear flip flops when I do it because if those bears go wild. You've got to be ready to. You got to be on your toes. And and, uh, and their so their initial like tagline was music with some teeth in it. Oh jeez. And it had um um songs with bite. That's that's actually pretty scary. I'm not sure. You're I playing used right that. into the yeah. You're like that's you're you're playing into the what the bears do, which is they if they see you having a good time, they will turn on you. They will. Um, they they hate happiness, and that's yeah. just something we have to accept. So. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything you want to add about the? The terrible, well, I won't say terrible, the terrorizing Country Bear Jamboree. No, but I think I think this has been very productive. Um, I think we have given people something to truly, you know, dig deep down into their soul and think about. Uh, and, yeah, um, yeah we'd, I, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on this one. Because I have I a feeling would, this is I, a 50-50. I don't, I don't think there's anybody who's just going to be in the middle, really, that's just like, eh, I don't care. Like, I feel like it's going to be you love it or you you hate it. Um, now I don't know if everybody hates it because of a, you know, a school project they did and, and that's now their reason for hating and loathing bears. Well, I should but, say my hatred of bears was before the school project. That was just the first time that I ever like that you had the opportunity showed, to share. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the opportunity to help people, um, defeat bears. Yeah. yeah. Do you still uh, have that video somewhere? I want to say I was looking for it a couple of years back. I know it's on a thumb drive, okay. but we've moved like three times since yeah. and I need to find it. Cause you do need to find that one. Cause I was wearing, uh, I had like a, I was dressed like a lumberjack and I had like an ax and I was, it was like, it was almost like it didn't have any speaking towards. It was almost like a silent film. Yeah. So it was like the bear would come across and I'd like lay a banana out and it was supposed to be a bear. And obviously he's wearing a gorilla suit. So the whole thing's ridiculous, but um, well, then maybe they just convert it to a 3D show of how to defeat bears. Listen, I, I we can send this straight to Disney and be like, here's an idea for you guys. And see yeah. what I mean, they no, probably we'll wouldn't need to even edit it. They would just put it right up on the screen. It'd be ready to go. And everyone would know how to defeat bears. <laughs> I just went waiting for that call one day. I just answered it. And they're just like, Jared, we need you. Like, what, what? <laughs> like oh, my God, it finally came. <laughs> I can't believe it. Just walking to a board meeting and they're just like, well, we got to fix this. Like, ah, I'm your man. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm also for, you know, I will create team burn it to the ground shirts and wear them all through the park. Like we just get factions of, you know, people who love it and people who hate it. Maybe yeah. we meet at the magic kingdom and it's almost like one of those old school, like we're snapping our fingers, like old school story. street gang. Yeah. yeah. Like we, you know, we, we don't fight. We just, you know, I don't know. Do we just go to the dance. Yeah. Yeah, like one, like my group refuses to go in there, and we're just chanting outside of it that we want it to burn to the ground. And people at Magic Kingdom are terrified at what's going on with these groups of people that are terrorizing people. I don't know. I, I love but, the idea. Yeah, I think it's good. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that will wrap up our first episode. So, if you can't really tell, this will be sometimes an informative show, and sometimes it's just going to be straight ridiculous. So, um, but what we'll, you know, we'll play it in the middle. We'll we'll give best of both worlds scenarios, sir. So definitely. Uh, 
Yeah, so actually, before we go, I just want to give a shout out to, again, Expedition Roasters. So uh, you've got, you can save 15% off of uh, any order there with the coupon code CAPTURE15. Actually, I was drinking, uh, it's the uh, Jungle Cruise. The banana um, pie? Yeah, it's really, actually. Amazing. Really good. I yeah. didn't think I would like it because I'm not a huge fan of like flavored coffees in that way, but it's, it's really good. Yeah. So. Well, see, and for us, uh, we've always enjoyed flavored coffees and then we would load them with like sugar and creamer. Um, and which I know is not good for you. And what I actually lo- love about that banana pie one, um, is that I will add just one little packet of, um, stevia and then, uh, just like a splash of almond milk. Um, so I'm not putting a whole bunch of extra junk into the coffee and it still tastes right. really, really good. Cause I don't like coffee that yeah. tastes like coffee. I like coffee yeah. that tastes like something else. And that's exactly what, what this one does. So, um, yeah, that one is so good. And, and so yeah. is there, uh, they've got a roundup roast, which tastes like uh, campfire s'mores. That is also quite delicious. Yeah. That one's good. And they, and they theme everything around Disney world. So it's a, right. it's a good combo. They're collector worlds, pieces but. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, be sure also we've got a giveaway going on where if you subscribe to our newsletter over at the uh, com backslash giveaway and you follow the directions in the email that you'll be sent, uh, we're giving away. We've got uh, Expedition, Expedition Roasters giving away a mug. We've got some coffee from them. We have a fuel rod package. Um, I'm trying to think here. A tote bag. That's a Disney tote bag. Uh, one of the pass holder exclusive bell paintings from Festival of the Arts and a Diz Dudes t-shirt. Yeah. So you can win all that if you just join the newsletter. So easy. Yeah, it's super easy. Even so and we'll announce oh, I don't think they could. <laughs> yeah, I, I will I will say this right now. If a bear enters, I am not picking that bear to win. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's in the disclosure information. Bears. It's in yeah, the fine no bears. It's in the fine print. Yeah, yep. we're we're yeah. Um yeah, we'll announce the winner of that on the fourth episode. So awesome! You got two weeks to enter, and then we'll announce on the fourth episode, and you can win all those goodies. So, uh, all right, and, and of course, let us know. Leave a comment. Uh, this can be on YouTube. On YouTube, in the comments, let us know what you feel about it. If you are pro bear, or um, you know, in that case, if you're pro bear, I would believe you're anti freedom. It would be my my <laughs> guess. Uh, or if you're anti bear and you want to burn it to the ground, so let us know either way. So you can tweet at us, you can comment, whatever. So. Um, but yeah, we're on social at the Diz Dudes on any of the platforms. That's the handle. So check us out there and let us know what you think. So until next time, I suppose that we will we will end the show here. So Jeremy, thanks you for joining us, and uh, we will uh, see everybody next week. 